It's the Off Grid Prep Family Podcast. Hey everybody. Good evening. It's episode 43 of the Off Grid Prep Family Podcast. We've been busy. It's been a crazy month. Yeah, we had a hurricane. We did. And it's it was September and we had visitors. So we we're did. back. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing today Hurricane Fiona, our experience, lessons learned. Yeah. Kind of a recap. It's our second uh natural disaster. Yeah, like major. Natural. No, no, it's our sorry, it's not our second natural disaster. <laughs> it's, it's our, our second, second uh record-breaking natural disaster yes. that we've been involved in. Yeah, everyone says it's a once in a lifetime storm. Yeah, that was the and the other one was our once in a lifetime flood. Yeah, lucky yeah. us. Yeah, I guess. We've had so many lifetimes. <laughs> Our forest got hit pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we lost a, a lot, lot of trees. Of big old trees. Like, just couldn't believe them. I don't think it's unreasonable to say we lost thousands of trees. Mm-hmm. Possibly tens of thousands of trees we if did. you count the slightly yeah. smaller trees. And hundreds of like forty-year-old pines, yeah. which is big for our area. Yeah. Yeah. And or fifty-year-old pine. Anyway. Yeah. So what did we learn? What happened? How crazy was it? It was nuts. It was really nuts. <laughs> it sounded peop- like a tornado. It, it was almost two weeks ago. It was uh, a week and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah. And the people on the island here are just starting to get power back. On. Yeah. Yeah. The people near us just got power back, I think, yesterday. Yeah. And it's just amazing to see the wreckage that can happen just from winds and, like, you know, some tidal surge and... Yeah. Yeah. But just a mess. It's just a mess. Over in Newfoundland, yeah, whole villages were washed into the sea. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Insane. Yeah. There's one lesson learned. If you're going to choose to not evacuate, yeah, n- be ready to handle yourself. That's true. Don't call nine one one. Yeah. yeah. I-, yeah. I-, I get not evacuating. When you when you told me that you said that people were being a burden, I didn't quite understand that they no. had adamantly refused to be evacuated when they were told to and, and then, then when the storm hit the fan mm-hmm. they whined like children and called for help and then yeah. people had to come take that's grab their bodies out of the ocean yeah that's a bit so wasting yeah. resources because either handle your beings. stuff yeah or or be part so, of the yeah. society those yeah. are the options you can't do both yeah <clears throat> so we learned a few really interesting things uh the day before no two days before the storm i filled up on fuel yeah we always keep a stash we do but we made sure everything was topped Topped up up. and labeled and strapped so that it couldn't fly around because we keep our fuel outside on shelves yeah um so it was all strapped down that's propane and gas and gas yeah gas for our generator cars Uh, yeah propane for the little bit of propane cooking we do uh gas for the cars just in case yeah we use Ego 56 volt battery power mm-hmm. chainsaws, so we don't have to worry about that. But, yeah. Uh, we were. Do you want to take one second to talk about our first sponsor before yeah. we move on to all the other things sure. we learn? Yeah. Let's talk about One Year Food. It's your amazing new book. One Year Food is available on Amazon. It's Kindle Unlimited, or you can get the PDF and print it yourself from our site, offgridprepfamily.com. Go to the store. And it's about half the price over there, but you gotta print it yourself. So yeah, it's better to order it from Amazon. Probably it's it's fifteen ninety nine on Amazon. You probably can't print it for that. No. 
Uh, it gives you everything that you need to feed your large family or your mutual assistant group for one full year. It includes the shopping lists, how to store it, how to grow it if you're feeling super ambitious, and every recipe that you can serve for that one full year. Yeah, it's a really great book. I've had a look at it too, and you've gotten uh, just a ton of really uh, positive feedback yeah, on it. Yeah. People are ordering it. It's, it's a really exciting yeah. book. A lot of work you put into it over the years. Thank you. Okay, moving on. We did gas and fuel. So that's the we first did. thing that you should do if you know the storm's coming. It's yeah. not going to get cheaper, so you might as well get it. And we've been through hurricanes here, so we had a bit of an idea of what to expect. Yeah. We were not at all prepared for what happened. No. I mean, figuratively. I Literally, we were prepared. I felt like we might have been overreacting. Well, yeah, me too. Yeah. I, I so the other thing about, that we did. Yeah, so I talked about, so the storm came from the north, and with the... It's fan, because of the way that it spirals. The way that... The wind that's right. came The storm from the came from the south, but the way it spiraled, it was coming from the north, which mm -hmm. is uncommon for us. Usually they come from the south. Yes. So anyway, that was an uh, uncommon characteristic mm -hmm. of that particular hurricane. The uh, the weather called it pretty accurately. Mm -hmm. Like, it really did down It was to within hour. a couple of hours. Yep. Yeah. And so I decided we have our house is nestled into a south facing hill with a forest behind us, well all around us, mm -hmm. well not anymore, but anyway. <laughs> we have the most dense forest to the north because yeah. in the winter the cold north wind in Canada is brutal. Yeah. So we have shelter from that. Like really great shelter. Yeah. However, the trees around our house are we built our house in an aspen grove. Mm-hmm. And the the aspen trees are long and skinny. Yeah. So I went and I picked out a half a dozen aspen trees that I thought might fall on the house. Right. <laughs> and I cut them down. Yeah. And the boys and I put the logs in a pile. We threw the brush in the brush and that was it. Yeah. And it was like, oh, you're being super diligent. Well, we actually had a <laughs> bit of a disagreement about that. You thought, no, don't do that. Don't wreck our trees. And yeah. I, and the, the day before the storm, I was like, I'm going to cut a few down. Yeah. And so I did. And when the storm had finished there were 12 trees 12 big ones yeah that fell on our house yeah so the ones i cut down definitely would have like on our bedrooms yeah. <laughs> the we have a shed roof that slopes to the north yeah on the house and it's a very large shed roof and <laughs> six of the trees had crisscrossed on our stainless chimney of all the places to of fall all of, we have this they one all, chimney in the center of the room on the chimney <laughs> so it was like this spider web of trees that i had to climb we we all worked together even grandma got involved yeah. and that was great mm -hmm. and um we all cleared brush and i cleared the big stuff and the boys moved the logs yeah and i climbed on the roof we were lucky the trees you you tell them about the storm, what it was like at night. It sounded like a train. Like, it sounded like a tornado. It did. And yeah. all night long, we could hear, bang! And what it sounded like was one of those, you know, like the eight-foot-long um, logs that they sell for firewood. It sounded like those landing on the roof. Mm -hmm. And then kind of rolling back and forth with the wind. And you'd hear another one hit in a different part of the house. Mm -hmm. And then you'd have to hear it roll back and forth against the others. And it was all night long. And from about 1.30 a.m., mm -hmm. we just didn't sleep. No. Finally, there's something about laying down in bed knowing that stuff could come through the ceiling onto you that you feel way more secure if you're sitting up. Mm, yeah, and watching TV. Yeah, yeah, and like a little bit of distraction. <clears throat> yeah. So we, we put on some 
prime TV, real low. Two and a half men. We watched some two and a half men. You gotta watch something that's you know just totally mindless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the you know the baby was dozing in and out, and the kids kept kind of waking up. At one point, we took all our kids like we have a boys' room and a girls' room, mm-hmm. so there's bunk beds. And so the kids who sleep on the top bunks, we took them off the bunks and we either put them on the floor or we like stuck them out on the couch so that they were just a little bit farther away from the roof that the trees were crashing into. Yeah, it It was a little alarming. And of course, grandma was here visiting. And so she came to stay here in the living room. We asked her to the, like the day, two days before. Yeah, we we were like, we better come stay here. Because she was on the ocean. She was. And I don't know how that house is fared, but maybe we'll go take a drive out there next weekend and see. But that would have been scary by mm-hmm. yourself on the ocean with the hurricane. Well, to put it in perspective, there were several nights on her visit where she she came the next day and she said, boy, it was windy last night. <laughs> we were like, really? <laughs> like, we didn't even notice the wind. Yeah. And yet at her house. Yeah, so the weather why, at the ocean is really brutal. Yeah, we asked her to come. Yeah, stay. so she, she ended up having to stay here for the last three days of her vacation, which isn't a very fun way to wrap out your vacation, but she didn't get swept out to sea. Yeah. No, so there's that. No. We just want to keep the grandma safe. Let's talk about why she was stuck here for three days. The So first we had the hurricane and the yes. a dozen trees Wait, fall on the roof. Wait, I still wanted to talk about prep. What's the oh, other main thing that we sure. do to yeah. prep? No. Okay. Now we are already like prepped with food and yeah. you know the, off the grid. generators yeah. and all those things that mm-hmm. you should have. Yeah. But for us to prep, the other main thing that we did for this was we took down the solar panels. We did. And I yeah. was, the whole time you were doing it, I was like, I don't know. This seems like a lot of work and maybe we're being like a little bit too on edge about this. They've been up there for two and a half years. Yeah. They they made it through the last hurricane just fine. Yeah. yeah. They were and fine. And there were several tropical storms yes. in between. Yeah. No problems at all. Very impressive. So it took you 58 minutes to take down the panels with the help of our sons. And it was well worth it because there is no possible way those panels would still be on our roof with the winds that we had. Because the wind came from the north? Yeah. It would have shattered the They would have been like a a sail. It would have like peeled the roof up or something. The way that the rack, the solar rack is, it might have peeled our steel roof off. And it's... So being in Canada, my panels are year-round at winter angles so they're Mm -hmm. at like 85 degrees they're almost straight up and down because we have really high humidity and bad ice here Mm -hmm. in eastern canada so the panels if i don't have them straight up and down they ice up and they snow up and the snow it takes forever to melt off yeah so because they're up at 85 degrees they are literally a sail on our otherwise relatively low-pitched roof yeah and most of the time that works out but this one instance Mm -hmm. i think it's the first time we've really even had a north wind Mm -hmm. i guess something worth mentioning yeah and there's no way they would have been they would have been gone and that's the one thing we don't have redundancy on no if you go back to our two is is one one is none episode we don't have we we have mostly redundancy and everything that we can't easily get but panels you I mean, it's just not feasible no, to we, have double panels. Because you need no, you need all the panels. I could buy another eighteen panels. But if we had another eighteen panels, frankly, I'd put them on the roof. <laughs> put them on the roof. I wouldn't keep them in the shed. Because this is something that we don't often talk about, and it's a bit of a, a, a sideways here. But with solar panels, what you need to be concerned about is the low light. Mm-hmm. 
right? So say I've got a 5,000 watt array on my house, which is what we have, but most of the time I don't ever ask for more than 2,800 watts because I have to only put so much current through my batteries. Okay. But on cloudy days, instead of 300 watts, I have like 800 watts. Right. That's where the solar engineering comes into yeah. play. You have to pay attention to how much you get so on the, those non-sun days. Kind of worst case scenario days. Yeah. yeah. Because on the East Coast here, we can go weeks without yeah. sun. Full sun, for sure. Full sun. Yeah. But we'll have half sun and I'll get a charge yeah, and that'll get bits. us through the next day. Yeah. yeah. And that's just, that's all the free energy yeah. right there. Anyway, so getting back to the preparing, what we also did is we took out a little more cash than we usually do. Yeah. Just yeah. in case. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was good because the debit machines, of course, were down. Of Everything course, was down. yeah. Stores were closed. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised to see afterwards how many people didn't have cash on hand. Mm -hmm. Like, our, our one folks we know, I think they took out 200 bucks and they were surprised at how fast it went when you're buying gas for generators yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like, that doesn't last very long. No, especially with gas being so expensive. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so we did the fuel... Um, Make sure you've got a generator in good condition. Ours are always serviced, but yeah. a lot of people were very surprised to find out that their generator cannot run what they thought it could. No, not at all. And yeah. so then you're hand milking dairy cows. Yes. And not just single dairy cows. It's like many, many dairy cows. That's not a place where you want to be. <laughs> a standard generator, like a three to 5,000 watt generator, really can't run much in the way mm -hmm. of major appliances, any yeah. kind of heating. Like yeah. you're, you're, you're going to be running one heavy appliance yep. and all of your Probably freezers. your fridge and your freezer. Yeah, and that's about it. And if you put it on one of those Christmas light things, maybe you can get away with a little more because you make sure they're not running at once. Yeah, but that's a whole other thing. But yeah, a, a, so, a Canadian tire generator is not going to get you very far. Yeah. I also, when we were in town the day we were getting cash and gas, mm -hmm. I also went to the store and got an extra chain. A chainsaw chain. Right. Usually yep. I mm -hmm. don't start thinking about chainsaw chains till November. Yeah because it's I, I don't use it mm -hmm. but I was like ah, I'm gonna get an extra chain I have uh -huh. to get some propane anyway yeah so I got an extra chain and that was that was a big deal yeah having two working chainsaws yeah that was necessary is there anything else that you prepared Just um, I made sure that I had like some bread baked and stuff but going if I had to do it again I'm not a convenience food person mm -hmm. I am a ingredients well, person. we are yeah it's our life <clears throat> So I only stock ingredients. Mm -hmm. I stock flour, salt, yeast, meat, right? Yeah. If I need a vegetable, I'll go to the garden. But there are times when you are very busy, <laughs> even if, for me, we had power, we had running water, we had heat if we needed it. Yep. We had everything we needed. Life continued on as usual. But we had a lot of mess to clean up. And it would have been very nice to have just some, like, canned soup, like some junk that I don't normally eat, yeah. stored away somewhere. And I've really slacked off on the convenience food because I just don't want it in my house. But, you know, yeah. some faster stuff, I think I'm going to stock that for the winter. I think And so. just I think put it in a, a bin idea. and put it away so I don't have to see it. Yeah. It doesn't have to offend me, we but have, at least it's there. Yeah, we have two boxes of those really nice ramen noodles. Right. The high quality ones that come with the oil and stuff. Right, yeah. But yeah, we haven't had them in months. Yeah. We haven't eaten any. But so, you can only, but it's that's there one just meal. in yeah. case. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'd love to say we could stock chips, but I know if they're there, I'm going to eat them. Yeah, exactly. You have so, to know yourself. I don't know. There's something about where we live, too, that that's what people do to prep. They don't yeah. get cash. They don't get fuel. No. They don't get anything. They get chips and, and beer. And beer. Yeah. And that's it. They're just going to eat chips and get drunk. That's yeah. their storm plan. But... <laughs> I kind of wish I had been drunk during the hurricane. <laughs> I mean, uh, yes and no. It would have helped. It would have helped unless there was something I had to run out and right, deal with. Right, right. Which yes, there wasn't. That's really not the so, best long-term plan, but yeah. it would have helped in some ways. Okay, we had to take a quick minute to talk about our sponsors. Let's say a quick thank you to EMP Shield. You can get $50 off any EMP Shield unit using mm -hmm. our coupon code OGPF. It'll protect any device from uh, EMP or a coronal mass ejection or lightning. Mm -hmm. um, Thrive Life, freeze-dried foods. You can get 15% off your first order if you use the link that's on our friends and affiliates page. That's offgridpreppfamily.com forward slash friends. Mm -hmm. um, they also have a sale on this month on a bunch of fall food, 25% off, so you can stack those. Nice. Yeah, I saw you posted that the other yeah. day. I guess the last thing is Jace Medical. Yes. Uh, they're emergency antibiotics for your emergency medical kit or for when you're traveling and mm -hmm. you might not be able to access them. You can get them uh, prescribed and sent to your mailbox from anywhere in Canada and the USA. And if you use the link on our site, you get 15 bucks off. Nice. Okay. So continuing. Continuing. We're talking about, I mean, there's so many things you can do to prepare we were lucky and I guess more not intuitive. Not lucky. Well, not lucky. We were prepared. We were prepared. You're right. Sorry. I we mean, were, we're, we were lucky our house didn't blow away, but, but yeah, we built this we thing built out of serious concrete yeah. and timbers. We built it well. Also, we weren't lucky that we still had power and running water no. and heat and cooking. We were prepared. Yes. And we put in the time and we put in the money and we put in the effort. And so by the next morning, we had some tree clearing to do, but life went on as normal. It really did. Yeah. And everyone else was scrambling. The food in their freezer is rotting. Yeah. They don't have water because they have no power. It never even occurred to them that the gas station wouldn't have gas. Yeah, I forgot about because that. Because gas stations need power to pump your gas. Actually, the gas stations they were running out of gas the day before the storm they were i i went in to top up. and if you live on yeah. an island like the truck has to come across the bridge yes. and yeah. if it's windy they don't allow the big trucks across the bridge and they shut the ferries down mm -hmm. so there's nothing coming mm -hmm. so you can't wait till the last day or even the last two days yep. you have to already have your stockpile mm -hmm. so there's that yeah so yeah i wouldn't say it was luck but yes our house is here we're all here everything's fine we the, did have a lot of tree clearing too. yeah the dozen or so trees that fell on the roof i still i haven't found any punctures into the steel yeah which is really awesome because some of those miraculous. branches are pretty yeah yeah we um we talked about the the actual tree clearing yeah so the next day we we clear the trees around the house the the trees that were on the house cut them mm -hmm. into sections that took the majority of the day. till like one or something. And, and then we put the panels up. And then we put the panels back up. That, that was took priority. two and a half hours? It did. It was harder to put them up just because we... I don't I know. Don't it, know. It, it's easier to undo something than to, to, to do it to properly. To hook something up. Yeah. yeah, exactly. To lift the panels up is har harder oh, than yeah. to take them up down. The ladder. 
And we were all running on a couple of hours sleep, and we'd yeah. already cleared trees for quite a few hours that <laughs> we morning. We had. So it was a big day. Yeah. And then we started on the driveway, because Grandma had to get home. She did. Her flight was... It was scheduled for the next day. It was. Uh, but of course... Everything got canceled. Everything got canceled. Yeah. And so I took... A, there's a couple of reels on our Instagram you can mm. look at. I took a stroll down the driveway, and our driveway is 700 meters long. Mm-hmm. And on purpose, we want to be away from the main road because mm-hmm. it's loud. And I was blown away. I never imagined the amount of giant trees yep. crisscrossed along the driveway all the way down. It was, it was phenomenal. Yeah, really. And of course, I, you stopped counting at fifty. I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, but I went out during the hurricane because the hurricane started at night, but it continued all day. Yeah. It wasn't over till 6 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. But of course you went out because you just couldn't wait any longer. No, I had to, to see, see what was damage. going on. Yeah. And it was bad. So it took uh, uh, me and the boys and you helped and grandma Even helped. grandma helped. Yeah. And we all, you know, we just went at it with two chainsaws and it took us two full days. Yeah. And the trees, like, we've got a whole winter, possibly two winters with a firewood there, just yeah. on the, what just I cleared the off the driveway. But now, <clears throat> yeah. when when the winter sort of comes and the leaves fall and before the snow falls, we'll start cleaning our actual forest. Yeah. And we'll have Which, 20 years worth of firewood. I don't even From know. what fell. Like, yeah. we'll have to sell it, except everyone else on the island's also going to have 20 years yeah, worth maybe. of firewood. Maybe. So... I don't know. It's a mess. It is. It's a huge <laughs> it's a mess. mess. It's ridiculous. But with the bugs and the, the ticks and everything, it's better just to wait. No, nah, yeah. We have to wait till the, yeah. till the leaves die. And so we cleared the driveway and we got to the end of the driveway. Oh, right. And we get close to the end and we hear this weird sound. I, I couldn't place what the sound was. I thought it was bees. Oh, sporadically buzzing around because mm-hmm. you get those bees and those cherry trees yeah and, right and after the storm the bugs were crazy there oh was yeah tons of wasps and yep. angry bugs and like horse flies and all stuff. their homes were disrupted yeah and i get closer and i realize this is a this is a power line right at the end of the driveway and i i go into the field next door and i walk around and i can't quite see what it is uh-huh. and so i text you and i say i don't we might not be able to get out of here. There right. might be a power line the flicking around. The of being off-grid yeah. and being stuck in your house Trapped. due to somebody else's power line <laughs> being down in front of your driveway yeah. did not escape me. And I mean, That made really, me kind of actually angry. Of like, I'm paying did, for everything. Because most of our power comes from coal. Yeah. we are. And so basically the, quote, grid is just a giant generator. Yeah. With extension cords it's going to everyone's homes. It's a power generator. And everyone around here just has the luxury of not having to listen to it. I wouldn't say it's luxury. Have you seen some of those bills? Yeah. Okay. It's not quite but a anyway, luxury. So we get to the end of the driveway and I, I eventually looked at it a few different times and we went back and we talked and we came out after lunch and we came back the second tried day. Tried to get through to the power company to, over yeah, and no, over and over. Not a chance. Email, voicemails, yeah. like... Everybody and their dogs, even in the power company. Yeah. yeah. So the second day we went down and we were getting closer and I creep forward a little bit and I use, so there's this technique. Actually, this is a really helpful technique that not mm. a lot of people know. So you can drive in a car with a down power line. Right. Because your tires are rubber with air. So if you hit the power line, it's fine. 
It's totally fine. If you run over the power line, it's fine? Uh, it might pop Mostly? your tires. Okay. I'm talking about just your insulation from the ground. Okay. Okay, so you don't want to hit the power line or whatever, but if the power line's touching the ground, it sends out waves okay. of power that dissipate. Uh -huh. So what happens if you think of uh, dropping a pond, uh -huh. and, but it's doing this over and over again, okay? And the okay. waves dissipate the further they get, which means the voltage goes lower. But the closer you get to the power line, the higher the voltage is. Mm -hmm. And what you do is if you want to walk close to a power line, not that you want to, but if you right. have to walk or get out of your car, yeah. you two-foot it. You hop like, like a bunny. Okay. Because if you take a step, like a your, bird yeah, on the power line. Your, your foot closest to the power line oh. will be at a higher voltage potential mm. and the foot further away creating an imbalance of voltage and, and an electrical shock right to balance that voltage right so i bunny hopped <laughs> <laughs> the last 20 yards <laughs> until no. i could see i did because <laughs> i remember this from my training i want it to be known that it was not because you wanted your mother-in-law out of the house it was because she was anxious to get home yeah yeah yeah, I didn't care. She'd been there three days. We'd yeah. all adjusted. No, it's great. I, we, it's very helpful to have her around. We live in a way, <laughs> such a way, existentially, that I don't care when... Yeah. There's no such no, thing great. as an emergency. No, but she was eager to get home. She and we was, wanted to know if... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I bunny hop, <laughs> and eventually I see that it's actually just the tiny tips of a, a white birch tree, huh. just ever so gently grazing the line. Tickling the line. Tickling the line. <laughs> so there is some potential danger there, but almost none because if right. there were, first, if there were something that could harm me, it would have to go through that whole tree. Yeah. And continuously, right. and so we very... So, so the tree wasn't across the driveway, no, it, was it was actually beside the driveway. It was, it was like 30 feet to the okay. east okay. of our driveway. Great. So it was a long way away. And there's a lot of science behind high voltage right. and how it works. But at, at the end of the day, it was it was safe-ish. Mm -hmm. uh, uh -huh. uh, safe enough for me to say, you know what, we can do this. So yeah. we got the last few trees. And what I did with the last few trees, instead of, I had the boy stand back mm -hmm. and I backed the car up to the... Um, the last few trees and I chained on mm -hmm. and I pulled the trees because they had already fallen so I cut them right where they had snapped off and I pulled them away you so pulled them away from the power line so that we could do the branches and yeah. the proper cutting of the trees okay well out of harm's way yeah and so then I knew that everything was fine that we could uh, grandma could finally get home as she was yeah. very anxious to do so yeah and uh, yeah it was it was an experience yeah uh, what I else? Say. What else do I have to say about well, things that you should think about? We, there were some people who were getting into trouble with some carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah, did anybody die here yeah, from that? Because they're running generators inside, indoors. Inside the house. So I don't know how to. I'm assuming none of these people listen to our podcast, but um. No, nobody here does. Don't run your generator indoors even close to your house not even in your garage with your door cracked not even in your barn with the door open no. that's all super dumb it's super dumb and yep. if it doesn't make you sick and kill you today mm -hmm. the carbon monoxide builds up in your bloodstream and then eventually you start getting headaches and nauseous and all sorts of weird things start happening to you because you're slowly slowly poisoning yourself you are yeah yep so that's sketchy. <clears throat> it is. Okay. 
Um, refusing to evacuate and then putting first responders at risk. We have talked about this. We have, yeah. That's a really... Pick a lane. Douchey move. Either commit. either commit one way and yeah. handle your own stuff mm-hmm. or commit the other way and just go to the Red Cross tent. Yeah. And just I mean, do anything. Like have a bin of food in your pantry. Yeah. Anything. Just anything to prepare. It doesn't take a you, lot. Well, what it does is it puts you more consciously in charge of yourself and your yeah. situation. Yeah. And really, our society is designed to promote the opposite at all times. I was shocked at how desperate people were to get to the grocery store. Yeah. Like, do people seriously <clears throat> not have three, four, five no. days worth of food? No, they really don't. They uh, really don't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, people out on the roads. Yep. This drives me crazy. They're trying to clean up the power lines. It's still dangerous. The winds are still crazy. Mm-hmm. There's trees everywhere. People are trying to, like, work. Yep. And other people, this the first thing they want to do is just get out and rubberneck at everything. Yeah. Yeah. Just that's, going out. That's dangerous. The schools are closed. The businesses are closed. Why are you on the roads? If you don't need to be somewhere, there's no need to get out and just looky-loo around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, having... No I mean, supplies. Yeah, you gotta have you gotta have enough supplies. We've heard of many people that literally they were like locked in their house, mm-hmm. trees on their house, can't get out. You know, no that, food. That ties into the whole COVID thing, right? Yeah. Because they're gonna do more lockdowns. Yeah, they're gonna find something to lock you down for. Just have a few weeks worth of food in your house. Yeah. Even if it's not exciting food, even if it's just like canned soup and like junk you wouldn't normally yeah. eat. It's pretty easy to do, and it doesn't cost a whole lot, even now with inflation. And I think, I mean, and it, it keeps you from doing desperate things. It does, and that—that's really what it's all about—is just yeah. being prepared. Yeah, you don't have so, to like build a bunker. Yeah, just so that's. I think that's a, enough for us for tonight because yeah. I can hear the kids. Yes. And uh, thanks for listening. We're yeah. glad to be back. Yeah. We have two more episodes coming up this week. We hope and. Uh, it's October for us, so we're busy, 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 and we know you are too, but we hope to see you soon. If you thought this was helpful, if you could share it with a friend or share it with social media, we can always tell when you guys do, and we really appreciate it. We do, yes. And we'll talk to you next time. Yeah, bye. Bye.